Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's get something straight so that you understand what the media is doing and you understand how they're lying to you about what the Republicans are actually trying to do when it comes to investigating the election and having a 10-day pause before certifying the election. They are not, and I want to make this clear, trying to overturn the vote. They are saying we need to look at this. There are at least 140 House Republicans to vote against counting the electoral votes. That is what two sources within the GOP leadership have said. And, of course, the media is losing their minds. You have senators that are going to do the same thing. Two Republican members of the House of Representatives say they expect at least 140 of their GOP colleagues in the House to vote against counting the electoral vote January the 6th when Congress is expected to certify President-elect Joe Biden's victory. Now, the media is going to tell it this way. Donald Trump and the Republican crazies, they have 0% chance of changing the results. This is not about changing the results. This is about looking at the election and seeing if it was done correctly state by state. The media is going to tell you there have been no credible allegations of any issues with voting that would have impacted the election. That is a lie. It's not true. They're going to tell you, well, this has been affirmed by dozens of judges. Not affirmed. Judges said, hey, we don't want to get involved in this election case. Does not mean that they're affirming the position of the left and what they actually did with COVID-19 and changing all the election rules. They're going to tell you that election officials and the Electoral College and the Justice Department, the Department of Homeland Security and the U.S. Supreme Court have all said that there is no fraud. That's also a lie. That's not what has actually happened. Not true at all. They're going to say, well, this is a coup attempt by Donald Trump and these other members of Congress. For this election to be overturned and to steal an election, also not true. They're going to say that anyone who is involved in this is trying to overthrow the United States government. That these people are more than just sore losers. This is treasonous. They've been saying that in the media. Also not true. In fact, let me remind you of what the Democrats have done. 
we have a beautiful montage of the Democrats over and over again objecting to Donald Trump and the certification of Donald Trump as the president, and no one said any of the things that I just said. No one said any of this. Remember, Democrats, right after Donald Trump was elected, said he was an illegitimate president because he didn't win, quote, the popular vote, which has nothing to do with who becomes the president. And they said, no, 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 the popular vote is everything. And then they said we should change the way we do elections to make it be the popular vote so that we can win elections just by campaigning in places like L.A. and New York City. Because then we wouldn't have to run state by state, right? You just go to big populace of liberals and you run there and then you win an election because of the popular vote, which is exactly why the founding fathers didn't want that to happen. They didn't want L.A. to decide who the president is every year. Or a large city like Boston would probably be a better analogy. So when Donald Trump was elected, they immediately undermined. They said he was an illegitimate president. They said that he, he, he won the election only because Russia colluded with him after they say he didn't win the election. Then they said he didn't win the election because he didn't win the popular vote. And they said there were voter issues in the election, and so they stood up and objected. And not a single major media outlet criticized the Democrats for objecting to the Donald Trump presidency which is and the election, which is exactly, by the way, what the Republicans are doing now. They're saying, we want to look at how the votes were counted. Now, you may say, well, Ben, prove it. Prove it. The Democrats did this. Okay. From the state of North Carolina because of the massive voter suppression and the closing of voting polling booths. There's no debate. There's no debate. There's no debate. There's no debate. Republicans are like, give me a break. They were saying, no, no, no. Polling places were closed early. Polling places were closed early. This election is illegitimate. That was a Democrat saying that. A Democrat from Houston, Texas saying that. You know that crazy woman from Texas? Yeah, that was her. Then Representative Jim McGovern of Massachusetts objected to the certification of the vote from Alabama. That's right. Any member of Congress can object to another state. So here's a Democrat from Massachusetts objecting to the certificate from Alabama for Donald Trump. To the certificate from the state of Alabama on the grounds that the electoral votes were not, under all of the known circumstances, regularly given and that the electors were not lawfully certified, especially uh, given the confirmed and illegal activities engaged by the government of Russia. Uh, designed Confirmed. Did you hear that? That's from the floor of the House. You have a Democrat from Massachusetts saying that the, there was confirmed illegal activity. On, on January the 6th, he's saying this. Confirmed an illegal activity from the Russians. There's the Russian hoax. Now, we know that that's not true. We had the entire Mueller investigation that took millions and millions and millions and millions of your tax dollars to find nothing. It was all put together as a hoax by the Democratic Party, paid for by Hillary Clinton and the Democratic National Committee, and they paid Fusion GPS for a BS report that tied Donald Trump to Russia, and then they investigated and found it's not true. But the Democrats on the floor of the House said it was guaranteed. It happened. Oh, it gets better. Interfere with our election and the widespread violations of the Voting Rights Act that unlawfully suppressed thousands of votes in the state of Alabama. Made allowed. Is- now, now, let me let me just let me just say this real quick. Let's go back to where's the media on this, right? Where are they? Because the media, did you hear any of the media come out and say that there were no credible allegations of any issues with Russia and voting? Because there weren't, by the way. No, they didn't write that. They said that there was. That, you know, they didn't say anything about the, you know that there was dozens of judges that said that Donald Trump is the is the president. They didn't say that governors and elected officials, electoral college, Justice Department, Homeland Security, 
U.S. Supreme Court, they've all said Donald Trump won. No, they didn't say that. They didn't write that. They'll write it about Trump, won't they? They say Trump's determined to claim that he didn't lose, which he did significantly. That's how they wrote about it today on CNN. And many GOP politicians either share his delusion or fear provoking his wrath, even if that means voting to undermine democracy. These are the exact words in CNN on their website right now. Oh, it gets better. Let's go back to the Democrats in their own words, objecting to Donald Trump. In fact, there's a guy by the name of Joe Biden. Joe Biden was over the floor at that moment in time. Paul Ryan sitting behind him. Objections need to be signed by a member of the House and the Senate. Take a listen. The objection in writing and signed not only by the member of the House of Representatives, but also by a senator. Isn't it, uh, the objection is in writing, signed by a member of the House of Representatives, but uh, not yet by a member of the United States In Senate. that case, the objection cannot be entertained. That was, I mean, again, there's the rules, right? So they couldn't find anybody in the Senate to even sign on to this crap in the House that they were doing to undermine Donald Trump. Joe Biden, you heard there, right? You heard Joe Biden there talking. You heard Joe Biden and Paul Ryan sitting there, and they're saying, okay, this is crazy talk, right? And the media, of course. Had no negative things to say about Democrats doing this. And and wait, there's more. I object to the certificate from the state of Georgia on the grounds that the electoral votes were not. No debate. There's no debate. No debate. You hear Joe Biden again. There's another congresswoman standing up, one of the members of the squad, saying, I object to the election in Alabama or Georgia or wherever the hell she just said. I object to it. And you hear Joe Biden again saying no debate because you guys have not gotten one single person in the Senate to sign on to this craziness. Did the media criticize? Did the media say that the Democratic Party was trying to overthrow democracy? Of course not. Did they say this is lunacy? No. Did they say that this is craziness? No. Did they say there's anything wrong with this? No. Was there a single article in the mainstream media criticizing the Democrats doing this? No. And you want to know why? Because this happens often. But now that Republicans are doing it with legitimate information of real voter issues in this country, legitimate information they say donald trump is loony his supporters are loony this is crazy talk this is insanity you must object you must stop it this is psychotic in nature but first if you want to help the people in georgia with what's going on there with this senate election then you need to join amac the number one conservative organization in the country for free right now I'm going to give you a free membership because it's important that we now stand with the people of Georgia and that we fight to make sure that they have a free and fair election. Uh, whatever happens in Georgia is what's going to be what, what, what's going to happen with the country. What's going to happen in Georgia is going to decide the fate of an, an unbelievable amount of legislation. If they're able to win in Georgia, it is over. The Democrats control the House, the Senate, and the White House. So if you are ready to get in on all this action and to fight back and to stand with other conservatives to protect the Senate, join the number one conservative organization in the country right now. It is called AMAC for free. That's right, for free. Call them. Use my name, Ben, when you call them. Uh, or you can go online to benfreeonline.com. That's benfreeonline.com. www. 
www.benfreeonline.com. You can get your free membership to the number one conservative organization in the country, benfreeonline.com. That's benfreeonline.com. And join the number one conservative organization in the country. So Democrats objected. They objected to Donald Trump becoming the president just four years ago. They objected and stood up and said no to the certification of the election. Did the media say they were trying to overthrow the government? No. Did they even use, which is pretty insane, did they even use Russia as their reason for doing this without knowing that they're the ones that fabricated the story of Russian collusion? You bet they did. But now it's you, the Republicans, that are crazy. You're the ones that are losing their minds because you're asking questions, legitimate questions, about the integrity of the election all over the country with actual data to back it up. Now, these Republicans, are they saying overthrow the government? No, they're not. Are they saying overturn the election results? No, they're not. Democrats object to the Electoral College decision when Trump was president. And we have, I mean, dozens of minutes of this happening. And they couldn't get a single Democrat in the Senate to go along with this insanity in the House side. And so Joe Biden was presiding that day over the certification and over and over again, you had to tell them, all right, well, we, shut up because you don't have a senator and you have to have a senator on board to do this, you crazy Democrats on the floor of the House. Is the objection to writing and not only signed by the member, but by a United States senator? Mr. President, even as people waited hours there is and no debate, there is no debate. And if there is not signed by a senator, the objection cannot be entertained. Mr. President, the, the uh, objection is, is signed by a member of the House, but not yet by a member of the Senate. Well, it is over. Uh. <laughs> For what purpose I, I, I mean, the by the way, that's, that's, that's Joe Biden saying, well, it's over. Even Joe Biden understood that the Democrats were psychotic then because they had no information back up. They were just sore losers. But the fact is they still had the right to do this. Now, they couldn't get a single Democrat senator to do this. The Republicans have dozens of senators and hundreds in the House that are saying, we have real cause to believe that this election was not done in unity across the country. So then listen to Representative Barbara Lee of California referencing Russian interference when she objects on January the 6th after Donald Trump was elected. Again, a hoax that never happened. When you rise. Mr. President, I object because people are horrified by the overwhelming evidence. Section 18, Title 3 of the United States Code prohibits debate in the joint session. Is of the objection in writing not only by the member of the House, but also by a senator. Mr. President, even with the is it signed by a senator? Gentlelady. Objection cannot be entertained. I object. Under section Repre- Representative C- Sheila Jackson Lee right now objecting as well. And again, Joe Biden's having to tell these people, you don't have a single senator going on with this. These are all objections to Donald Trump. But none of the media wrote a single damn article about the crazies in the Democratic Party lying about Russian collusion. An absurd story that's not backed in any fact 
and that they're trying to overthrow the government. But now they're saying, oh, yes, it's all about overthrowing the government because Republicans have legitimate information to question the integrity of the election. Mr. President, I object on the massive voter suppression. Debate is not in order. Counting is uh, not in order. Ballots that were provisional that denied individuals access to polling places. will suspend. Is it signed by a United States senator? Not yet. Well, in that case, the objection cannot be entertained. We'll proceed with the count. I object to a certificate uh, from the state of North Carolina based on... By the way, this is an Arizona representative, Paul, objecting after North Carolina tally numbers. This is the right of them to do this. And they were doing this. And again, no one in the media said they're trying to overthrow the government, which literally at this point, they actually were the Democratic Party. Because this is all based on a Russian hoax, which was paid for by the DNC and Hillary Clinton, which never happened. And they then impeached the president over. Violations of the voting rights no debate. And there is no debate by in the, the joint government. session. The chair has previously ruled a signature from a senator is required. Is there a signature from a senator? There is a signature from the House of Representatives, myself. The objection no cannot be received without a signature from the senator. I object to the 15 votes from the state of North Carolina because of the massive voter suppression and the closing of voting polling booths. I, again, over and over again, you can hear them. They keep walking up there, keep objecting to different states, saying the same damn thing, and Joe Biden keeps telling them, you don't have a single senator that is involved. Shut up and sit down. There's no, the debate. There's no debate. There's no debate. There's no debate. And the massive the gentleman, voting suppression that occurred. The gentleman was suspended. I object to the votes uh, for South Carolina because as of the, the Russian intrusion ruled, into the election process. There is the no debate as in the joint the session. Debate. Indicated that they tried to sway the will suspend. I object on behalf of the millions of Americans, including members of the intelligence community. There is no debate. The debate is prohibited. Again, the Russian hoax. You can hear it. The Russians interfered in our election. That's why I'm objecting. And millions of Americans are horrified. I object to the votes from the state of Wisconsin, which were not should not be legally certified. No debate. Or does the general lady the does she? In the city. And by the way, if it sounds like a broken record, it is. The only thing that's changing from these crazies is the states because they're going state by state, right? Certifying each state's results, and so the same nut jobs are sitting up there saying the same thing, just changing the name of the state. And every time Joe Biden, which is just so ironic that it was him that was presiding this day, on the floor is sitting there going, no, again, no, again, no. Please come to order. The chair has previously ruled. Suspend. The gentleman will suspend. I do not wish to debate. I wish to ask, is there one United States senator who will join me in this letter? There is no debate. There is no debate. The gentleman will suspend. The sergeant at arms removed the protesters from the gallery. The chamber will be in order. The change will be in order. I love it. Now they're removing people from the gallery. This is the Democratic Party begging for one senator. We need your help, Maxine Waters. Help us, please. Help us. Oh, would you help us? Please, please help us. We need you to help us. We need someone to help us. Meanwhile, you have hundreds of congressmen doing this on the Republican side because they're bringing up legitimate, hey, 10 days, let's look at this. And dozens 
of U.S. senators doing the same thing. On the Republican side saying there's a lot of questions that need to be asked. And what is the media saying? They're saying you're trying to overthrow the government. You've gone crazy. You've gone rogue. You've gone psychotic. You are insane. You are totally psychotic and insane. Welcome to the double standard, not just the Democratic Party, but of the media. But first, if you want to help the people in Georgia with what's going on there with the Senate election, then you need to join AMAC, the number one conservative organization in the country, for free right now. I'm going to give you a free membership because it's important that we now stand with the people of Georgia and that we fight to make sure that they have a free and fair election. Uh, whatever happens in Georgia is what's going to be what, what, what's going to happen with the country. What's going to happen in Georgia is going to decide the fate of an, an unbelievable amount of legislation. If they're able to win in Georgia, it is over. The Democrats control the House, the Senate, and, and the White House. So if you are ready to get in on all this action and to fight back and to stand with other conservatives to protect the Senate, join the number one conservative organization in the country right now. It is called AMAC for free. That's right, for free. Call them. Use my name, Ben, when you call them. Uh, or you can go online to benfreeonline.com. That's benfreeonline.com. www.benfreeonline.com. You can get your free membership to the number one conservative organization in the country, benfreeonline.com. That's benfreeonline.com. And join the number one conservative organization in the country. There is a big debate over what people in Congress should do when it comes to certifying the election results. There is a big debate. Tom Cotton, for example, across the uh, river is saying, nah, maybe not. Tennessee has two U.S. senators that are announced they will vote to oppose the electoral college results. So let's get through the freak out fanfare BS that the media is spinning on this and talk to one of those senators directly, Senator Marsha Blackburn, joining us now. Senator, I appreciate you coming on. Happy New Year. And and let's talk about this vote. Explain to people why we have this Electoral College vote and why you are going to oppose the results. Yes. And let's go back with a little bit of a history lesson there. In, a, <coughs> pardon me, 1877, there was a dispute about some states not running their elections legally. So there was a challenge presented at the Electoral College. A commission was put in place of five senators, five House members, and five justices. They reviewed the election. Rutherford B. Hayes got the electoral votes and was sworn in as president. Then in 1887, because of this, there was the Electoral Count Act, and this act requires that the vice president open every envelope and announce the votes of the separate states. That was a transparency measure that was given. At that point, 
members of the House and the Senate can choose to object to the results of the state if they feel there are substantial allegations of wrongdoing in the electoral process. So the Democrats have used this statute in 1969 when 33 senators objected, in 01 when they objected to um, George Bush, 05 they objected to George Bush, and then in 2017 when they had 11 objections to Donald Trump. So what we are saying, and it's a group of senators, and we are saying, look, there is, there are vast allegations of fraud. You have uh, the American people, whether they are Democrat, Independent, or Republican, who feel the elections in different states were not fairly conducted. So let's follow the 1877 model. Let's put a commission together. Let's allow them to report back in 10 days. And then at that point, move forward. And then the reason to do this is because what have we spent the last four years hearing? We have spent it every day hearing the left who named themselves. They chose the name of the resistance the day after Donald Trump won, before he was even sworn in. And we are saying, let's go back in. Let's review this because we value the Electoral College. We do not want federalized elections. The Constitution gives this responsibility to the state legislatures. We have some states where non-elected officials chose to circumvent that constitutional process and change election law because of a pandemic So let's bring this forward. Let's have the commission review, and then let's make this determination. Let's be clear, because some in the media are saying that what you're trying to do is you're trying to overturn the election results, that that's what you're really trying to do here, and that you're trying to uh, change and alter the election in a way, stealing the election. All you're advocating for is a 10-day look at how the election was performed in different states nationwide, and let's see what the findings are. You're not saying let's overturn the election results. Not at all. Not at all. We are saying let's bring clarity and transparency to this process because it is divisive and hurtful to our nation to every single day have the opposing party come along and claim This is an illegitimate president. It was an illegitimate election. And what we should do is clarify this process and let people see what transpired. Now, in the case of Pennsylvania, we hear that the Supreme Court may be taking that case up soon and looking at that. But when the American people and technology has changed uh, much of this. They saw for themselves how big media blocked different stories. And I have heard from so many of my friends who are Democrats who say, you know, I'm really bothered by this China Hunter Biden thing because I'm really upset with China. 
I don't understand why I didn't know about this. Well, it's because they are not on conservative or independent websites. They're listening to CNN and MSNBC, and so they never heard that story. We're hearing also from so many people who are saying, hey, wait a minute. You know, I saw these suitcases of ballots being pulled out from under those tables. I've heard these reports on TV of people who say, you know what, I went to vote and I was told I had already voted by mail and I didn't vote by mail. And they want to have some answers for how in the world could this happen? How can counties get by with not updating their electoral list? and their election roles and allowing people who live out of state and people who uh, are deceased to, to vote. I've talked to people in Georgia and in other states who got ballots for previous homeowners who had either died or had moved away. Now, when you are wholesale mailing out ballots to everybody on your roll and you have not cleaned up those roles in the past decade, this is a problem. We are all about preserving the one-person, one-vote rule in this country that allows every citizen to know they get a vote and their neighbor gets a vote and that people are not going to be stuffing ballot boxes or carrying around suitcases and collecting ballots and then delivering them after the polls close in order to try and change the result of an election because they are hungry for power. Senator, I want to talk about Georgia. There's a lot of people that are concerned about the integrity of this election. Uh, so, so let's deal with that first. Uh, there's people that were very frustrated with mail-in voting in Georgia, Fulton County specifically, irregularities, uh, things with the presidential election. Uh, how much confidence do you have in this runoff that it's going to be uh, accurate, that people are going to be able to watch what's going on, that the poll watchers are going to be able to be there? Uh, what are you hearing? One of the things that I do know is that the campaigns, the Leffler and Purdue campaign, have election watchers. They are watching every ballot every signature verification, they are watching activity at the polls, and they are making certain that what happened in November does not happen again. And then this points up one of those things to remember. Elections are the jurisdiction of the state and the locality, as I said earlier. This is up to those local election commissions to get this right. So, the commission that we are calling for at the federal level, every state needs to have this. They need to do this because we can't fix this at the federal level. This is going to be up to the states. See, when we call for the commission, when we express our opposition to the totals, it goes back to the state for a confirmation. So citizens who are concerned about this are going to have to be micro-focused on their state legislatures, the job done, and that we never, ever go through this again. 
You know, the media is going to spend the whatever happens in Georgia in one of two ways. If if the Democrats are able to win there, uh, I think what you're going to have is going to be pretty obvious. You're going to have a, 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 oh, look at Joe Biden, huge victory. This is a mandate to do whatever it is he wants to do. If Joe Biden, you know, if the Democrats lose there, they're going to say, oh, this has no bearing on the Biden uh, presidency. This is not a referendum. This was a one-off, unique situation that really, you know, no one should overreact to this. Joe Biden just won there 30 days ago. It's this is not a referendum. I would argue that this is 100 percent a referendum on Joe Biden uh, in this election. And yes, I do believe that he's going to roll in with a mandate if he's able to win in Georgia. Uh, These two Senate races can say, guess what? The people knew what was at stake. They thought what was going on. And now we get to put socialism into effect the way we want to in this country. And that's why this election is so important and also terrifying. Well, you're right about that. And your summary is spot on. And that is what the Democrats are saying. Chuck Schumer said it himself. First, we're going to go take Georgia, not we're going to win it or we're going to fight for it or we're going to Georgia and we're going to plead our case to every man and woman who will listen to us. It is we're going to go take it. And pardon me, they feel like their voter, the way they work these mail-in ballots, which they have wanted to do for years, it worked for them. They are planning pardon me, to use it again in Georgia. And that is why Republicans are pushing back again. And not just Republicans. I've got Democrat friends in Georgia. And they're going, you know what? Raphael Warnock makes me really uncomfortable when he will not disavow Marxism. And they're saying, you know what? John Ossoff, is a little too cozy with the Chinese, and we've already got a bucket of China problems that we're dealing with, starting with COVID-19, starting with all the intellectual property of our entertainers (coughs) that, (coughs) pardon me, Ben, that they are stealing this intellectual property. So people are paying close attention to this. And quite honestly, I think you're going to see a good bit of crossover vote for Leffler and Purdue because people are just unsettled by having someone who is a Marxist-leaning individual in their views and another who is pretty much a socialist trust funder who has worked for a Chinese company and they're owned in large part by the Chinese Communist Party. Lastly, and my guest to me is Senator uh, from Tennessee, uh, U.S. Senator Marsha Blackburn. I want to get, I got about a minute and a half left, but I want you to clarify, there's been a lot of frustration over the $600 only going to American citizens, and people are frustrated. They they were pointing the finger at Mitch McConnell. Why wouldn't you give us $2,000? Explain what happened there and why this only was at 600 bucks instead of 2000 Well, first of all, during the Obama years, and what did they do? They gave everybody $25 a week more, and that was it. So they got $600. Then they stalled and did not do relief when it was put on the floor of the Senate. 
in July and and September, twice in October, once in November, and they continued to say no. Now, if you had had that extra $300 a week, each of those weeks, that is a lot more money than a $600 check. And I talked to someone yesterday who said, you know, I checked my bank account this morning and I'm almost embarrassed. I've not missed a day of work. I've not missed a paycheck. There are families that are suffering. And I looked at my bank account and I've got a $600 stimulus. And they said, you know what? This isn't right. I thought the stimulus was going to go to people that were unemployed and who were desperately needing help. And I said, this is why we continue to say it had to be targeted so that it was going to. To the people that needed it the most. It wasn't just a blanket check. That's right. And that was the first time they understood that because they were shocked that there was a stimulus in their bank account. Senator, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast today and laying this out. It's going to be a very interesting vote. Quick reminder for all you guys listening, make sure you subscribe to our podcast and please write us a review. However you're listening to this podcast right now, the reviews are invaluable. Uh, So please, please, if support us by writing a review uh, and don't forget, you can go backwards in our podcast and grab that other podcast from yesterday about Georgia and the election and voter fraud in Georgia. Uh, that is really interesting detail. We've got it all up there on our podcast, and I'll leave it at that. I'll see you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.